Today, I really don't know where I'm going because I don't even quite know where I'm starting. I'll start off with a little greeting for those of you unaware. This is still a pretty new podcast slash audio series slash experiment. The premise here being that I want to... Well, it's, it's evolved a little bit, but it's it's sort of trying to couple together philosophical concepts and physical development concepts and, and try to marry the two together in a way that can be beneficial to both. So I'm actually at the moment just sitting outside the gym, just preparing to go in. It's seven o'clock on a Saturday morning and as I was driving over here the thought that came to my mind was what what do I see in the world that that I would be able to help with if I could So if there was one philosophical principle that I could encourage in people, what would that be? And is that one that can perhaps present itself first in the world of fitness? That way, you know, it it can be perhaps more easily accepted. And then translated into life as a whole. That's what I was thinking, but specifically what that is, I don't know, and that's exactly why I'm saying I don't know where this is going to go or where I'm starting. Because I guess there's, there's a lot when I think of the people I know, the people I care about. My son, for example... I'm working with him to help teach him to be to be more socially prepared for becoming an adult. He's 13 now and I essentially raised him on my own at least since the time he was about oh boy um since I think he was about 6 if memory serves, 2012, yeah, six or seven. And the thing was, I was always the nice parent. And I think I overdid that a little bit, not deliberately, just because that's, it's how I am. And I tend towards the emotional and I I think I inadvertently coddled him a little bit too much. So now with him, I'm trying to teach him a little bit more independence and help him tweak his behavior so that he can become successful in society. Because he has this tendency to say inappropriate things which 
it's a matter of knowing what's okay. It's a matter of being a little bit more respectful. So that's him. So I know that responsibility, taking personal responsibility and, and not blaming others is a huge one. I've talked about that before and I definitely see that. And, and I think I mentioned before, he's come quite a ways in terms of that. That's a big one that I think, I think can help. One thing, maybe this is a hint to what it is. One thing I'm seeing a lot today, while we're all seeing it, all of us notice it and we all complain about it, but no one does anything about it, is the increasing polarization of people. So we're not being accepting of one another's beliefs and the political is turning into our identities almost. So it gets to the point where we're not able to talk to our neighbors if we don't agree. We're seeing families torn apart by this. Because of what? Fucking political beliefs. I mean, aspects of it, I'm... I will grant are obviously important. I mean, if they weren't, we wouldn't care. But are they really worth us denigrating whole groups of people? I saw Chappelle's show and he was talking about being in a large group of Trump supporting they, they sounded like rednecks of some kind. It was a small town or something. But what he said was quite moving. He said that he saw a whole lot of goofy people, but one thing he didn't see was deplorables. And that's the way we need to look at the world. We need to have a little bit more compassion for one another, especially when we're different. We see some people jumping and shouting and saying how great diversity is, but then they refuse to be accepting when there's diversity of belief. It's being hypocritical in a kind of way that they're blind to. So maybe the self-awareness becomes a problem there. I'm not sure. So self-awareness, compassion, responsibility. Those are all areas that I've talked about before in this. But I think there's probably something else. I don't think it's... I was going to say I don't think it's compassion completely because sometimes the problem is taking the idea of compassion too far which was something I was thinking about before when I was thinking of the difference between mercy and justice and either one can be taken too far and I know it's hard to intuitively think of compassion as going too far but that for example was exactly what happened with my son 
was that I was so concerned with being his emotional support that I didn't keep him in line with boundaries. So it's hard to say just be compassionate for others regardless of their belief when a lot of the problem is people who believe themselves to be compassionate, but in reality they aren't being compassionate. Uh, for example, I had a conversation with a girl who was, she was really pushing for the idea of socialism. And she was phrasing it that it was about compassion for the downtrodden, which is typical of where that idea comes from. But I asked her, well, what about compassion for the successful people that you're trying to punish? And this idea simply didn't register. Uh, we, we wound up, she diverted from that line of reasoning very, very quickly because the truth is that they tend to dehumanize those people. They call them the 1% or whatever they want. And quite frankly, I don't like that expression because it's giving human beings a number. And I think we can all, with a little bit of thought, realize how atrocious it was when human beings were called numbers. So my point there is, I think my point there was that it's hard to say that compassion is the answer when in the name of compassion, people are promoting pretty horrible things. I mean, maybe it comes down to self-awareness and the humility to admit to ourselves that we have room to grow. I'm trying to come up with something so that as I enter into the gym here, I'm going to keep that in mind the entire time and, and try to utilize it while training. Again, I'm going off the fly here. I heard something the other day that was quite moving for me and it was the idea of how if we get too single-minded about something it can become psychopathic i've certainly seen in my own life that when i get obsessed with something it takes over my life and it certainly affects my relationship my relationships Okay, I'm going to pick it up now. This is uh, kind of part two because I just finished at the gym. I don't know that I... I don't know if I got much farther in the pursuit, except that... I, maybe I did. The, the thing that was in my mind while working out today... Um, I... 
I wanted to go back to a lot of the Taoist philosophy that I was looking at before, but the thing is, I'm I like a lot of what Taoism offers. Taoism, correction. But I certainly don't see it as a religion, which is, I think, how it was intended. Uh, whereas Confucianism, uh, I just learned today, just now, was much more of a philosophy, slightly different, but it it doesn't consider itself a religion. So that kind of appealed to me a little bit more. So I started looking at that and a couple things stood out to me. It was all about self-assessment, partially. It was about trying to trying to examine your character, trying to know your ignorance, trying to be better, quite frankly. That I really like. I like... And there was one expression in it that was particularly meaningful to me, and I think it's one that... Maybe this is the one that stood out to me as something that... Maybe I can find new ways to present it, because I think it will help all those problems I was talking about before, and that is the idea that you are your relationships. Now, those relationships can be with your children, with your parents, and that obviously speaks to the importance of the unit of family. That's what families ought to be doing, is helping teach those those functional relationships. But those relationships aren't going to be the same. You're not going to have the same relationship with your children as you have with your parents. You're not going to have the same relationship with your parents as you have with your siblings. You're not going to have the same relationship with uh, with those family members as you have with your spouse. You're not going to have the same relationship with this entirety of the family unit as you have with your community and so on and so forth up to the human race. Or we can even go above that if you want, if you want to say our relationship with the planet. So thinking of all these relationships, realizing that we essentially are these things can also help us to learn these roles. So learning to be a child, first working on our relationship with our parents so that we can have a better relationship with our children, making sure that we know how to be a servant so that we can one day lead these types of things. I think this is I think there's something there and in fact it it probably does sound odd from the point of view of of fitness because as I said I was trying to find something I could relate almost in a backwards way. But the thing is as I was thinking about these relationships in while working out this desire to be better began to turn up in the gym because I was 
as as my my role as a father, part of that is being physically capable. So I was finding ways within certain movements to try to strengthen it. So for for example, um, today was uh, back in biceps. And I, I kept to the theme I was doing before where I was doing heavy machine work at first and then doing lighter compound moves and then rounding it out with the isolation movements, so which in this case was mostly biceps. And so I was thinking of how I could get more bang for the buck. So I was realizing I noticed where my point of weakness was on the bicep movements and in this case it was sort of at the fully contracted position so I tried to move my arm my, my entire like upper arm into a position where it would be able to there, maximize the tension while in the contracted position uh, that might sound really weird now that I'm saying it out loud but essentially what I did was I sort of bent over at about a 45 degree angle and aligned my upper arm with my body. That way, when I could do a a curl, it did, I did it actually both with a bice, uh, with a dumbbell and a barbell. When I did it at the fully contracted position, my arm was parallel with the floor. That way, the the tension would be highest because gravity is fighting against me trying to pull the weight straight down while I'm trying to keep it there. And I, I held the position in an, sort of an isoflex position. And again, that was just me telling myself, be better. And at that moment, it was be better at my current pursuit, which was working out, building strength, becoming more physically capable. Well, this has been an interesting one. I think in some ways it was much more along the lines of what I was hoping for my, for this series to become, which was a exercise in exploring ideas that and bringing clarif clarification to them while talking through them. And I think I'll probably come back to this one. I think I'm going to let it soak into my mind a little bit. And even though as much as I like exploring ideas, it's also nice to express them when they have sort of become sensible. So... That's my goal for next time is to uh, to hopefully after they've had time to sit in my mind and maybe I can find a way to present these thoughts in a better way, in a more practical way at least. I think it's easy to say, be a better child be a better family member. It's easy to say a lot of things, I believe. It's easy to say, guard yourself against resentment. It's easy to say, 
pay attention to yourself. But it's not really practical advice either. So that's all for now. See you. See you. See you. <laughs>